Welcome to the Rewrite Your Story with Tasha Joe podcast, where we fearlessly dive into the vast realm of thoughts, ideas, and conversations that know no bounds. Buckle up and prepare for a wild ride as we venture into uncharted territories and explore the unexplored. On this journey, we leave no stone unturned and no topic untouched. From the profound to the absurd, from the mundane to the extraordinary, we delve into the depths of human curiosity and embrace the sheer unpredictability of life. This is the podcast where anything and everything takes center stage. Each episode is a thrilling adventure into the unknown as we bring you fascinating discussions, captivating stories, and mind-bending perspectives. As we embark on a quest for knowledge, enlightenment, and endless entertainment. Expect the unexpected, for here, there are no boundaries and no limitations. Open your mind, expand your horizons, and get ready to be captivated by the infinite possibilities that await. So whether you're a seeker of knowledge, a lover of stories, or simply someone who craves the thrill of the unknown, this podcast is tailor-made just for you. Tune in, fasten your seatbelt, and prepare for a roller coaster ride through the vast expanse of human curiosity. Get ready to be amazed, enlightened, and entertained because on this podcast, there's only one rule. There are no rules. Hello, beautiful friends. Welcome back. Today's episode is going to be kind of short. I just wanted to start by saying, first of all, I hope everyone had a beautiful, magical Christmas and you guys are all getting ready for the new year. I know 2024 has a lot in store. I'm so excited in numerology. It is in eight year, which is all about abundance and luck, expansion, prosperity, so much abundance for those of you who continue to show up and do the work. So I hope everybody's getting ready for this beautiful new 2024 year. However, I know at the beginning of every year, everybody gets amped up. You know, the big hype is set your New Year's resolutions and whatnot. But first, I think it's very important to, before rushing into that, stopping and acknowledging the things that you've already been through, the things you've gone through, the things you've accomplished, right? Think about the moments where you said no, where you'd usually force yourself to say yes, right? Or the moments that you gave yourself permission to not have to do it all. I mean, I could name so many examples, but or the things that were once a huge goal of yours that you accomplished and now you're on to the next thing, right? I am so guilty of that. I'm a dreamer. I'm a go-getter. I love myself a good checklist. I probably write myself a checklist every single day. I get excited about my checklist. But stopping to really think about the things you've already done. For me this last year, you know, like starting podcast was huge. It was probably one of the top things on my goal list to just get out there and get my first episode published, right? And here I am on number eight. And it's like, it just went right over my head. And so stopping and taking in all that gratitude and feeling so proud of myself for doing what one seemed so far out of reach, and I reached it. And that's just a perfect example of you can do anything you put your mind to. Was it a lot of work to get here? I'm not going to lie. Yeah, figuring out how to work all the equipment and learn the hosting platform and 
get it on Spotify, Amazon, Google. Um, it's just, yeah, all these things take work and they take time and patience. And so that's what I'm doing at the end of this year before going into the new year is really just stopping and feeling proud of myself for who I am today, how far I've came. Uh, so yeah, I definitely recommend meditate, sit in silence, maybe take out a pen and paper and go through this last year. Write down all the things you accomplished or the things that you're proud of. Scroll through your camera roll. That usually helps remember things or spark back memories. And oh yeah, I went through that. Or, oh, I attended that. So Definitely do that before setting your new goals for the new year. So, okay, let's get into today's episode. Sorry, I need a drink. My mouth is really dry right now. Okay, so I believe that everyone, myself included, is responsible for everything in our lives. The good, the bad, the worst, every single thought and feeling is creating our future. I want to emphasize that what we believe about ourselves and about our life becomes true for us. So I wanted to break this down for you so maybe you'll understand what I'm talking about. So when something is created in our physical reality, it first has to be created in our mind by thought and vision, and then it's created in our physical reality. So before a thought, everything starts with a vibration, which then creates a chemical signal in the mind that creates the thought, which then creates a chemical signal to the body that creates a feeling and emotion. I'm thinking of this as I'm saying it. So when you feel an emotion that is good or bad, you are translating vibrations. That's why you can't fake it to the universe. Your emotions are constantly signaling to the universe all the time, 24-7. Your vibration is influencing what you're attracting into your life. And when you truly grasp this concept, you will understand how you are the creator of your reality. And if you're someone who feels like your life is a complete mess right now or things haven't been going the way you'd like them to, this is where I come in to help. All of that is already in the past. The past is over and done. We need to choose to release the past and forgive everyone, ourselves included. And sometimes we may not know how to forgive or even want to, but it's imperative for our own healing that we release the past and forgive everyone. A mantra I really like to use is, I forgive you for not being the way I wanted you to be. I forgive you and I set you free. That affirmation right there sets us free. When we were little, that's when we learned how to feel about ourselves and the world around us by the reactions of the adult. When we grow up, we have a tendency to recreate the emotional environment of our early home life. And this is not good nor bad, right or wrong. It's just, it's all we know. And I'm not saying to blame your parents. We are all victims of victims, and they could not possibly have taught us everything that they didn't know. I'm trying to think of an example. Okay, so if your mom or dad didn't know how to love themselves, how are they supposed to teach you how to love yourself, right? But they were doing the best they could with what they had been taught as children. And we are all programmed, and now it's about unlearning everything that we've ever been taught. 
And in the last episode, I know I was telling you how powerful you are. You hold all the power, all of it. And the power is always in the present moment, which is forming your future. When people come to me with a problem, no matter what it's about, and I think I talked about this in a previous episode too, I always direct them back to themselves every single time. I'm sharing all this with you because I'm a living example. Trust me, I'm human. I still go through things, but this is one area that I've really dialed down and I feel very accomplished in. And when it comes to working on triggers, I used to scream and fight with my family, my exes. But then working on my triggers, I finally just started bringing it back to myself. We're all mirrors to each other, a reflection of ourselves. And everyone, every single one of us, we're each other's teachers, right? So when I say I worked on triggers, I started paying attention and becoming aware of every time I'd start to feel angry, irritated, or whatever emotion that would come up that I didn't enjoy. You know, that rise that kind of like, you're having a conversation that starts getting heated and you feel it in your stomach and it's kind of coming up and you feel your shoulders getting tense and, you know, which then turns into an argument or that back and forth. Somebody's getting that reaction out of you, right? Um, but those are obstacles, which are opportunities. So when you start looking at it as, I, and I'm not saying I encourage you to trigger me, right? And like try and provoke me, but I'm saying, Look at these situations. Get excited about it. Anytime you are in a conversation with somebody and you start to feel that rise, instead of reacting, I always say respond versus react. Pay attention to that and be like, ooh, this is an opportunity to heal. Everything's about perspective and how you're looking at situations. And all those unpleasant emotions that you start to feel are unhealed parts of yourself. So that's when you go inwards to get to the root of the problem to figure out where it stems from. And doing this kind of inner work isn't necessarily easy or fun, but I can promise you it's so worth it. I have been so dedicated to self-help the past couple of years, and I am so grateful for that. And ugh, there's a quote from um, Abraham Hicks, and I hope I don't say this wrong, but Whatever you're thinking about is literally like planning a future event. When you're worrying, you're planning. When you're appreciating, you're planning. So ask yourself, what are you planning? I'm pretty sure I said that right. I hope I did. <laughs> um, another thing I wanted to talk about today is choices. I really do believe that the answers to all of your problems is you. You are the sole author of your life. Choices responsibility, action, like it all starts with choices. And the one thing that nobody, and I mean nobody, can ever take away from you are your choices. Think about that. Those are yours and yours only. You get to choose who you date, where you live, what you do for a living. But that also includes all those tiny little choices that you probably don't even ever think about. One small choice can change everything. But then you always have the choice to choose again. You know, think about situations in your life where that it all stemmed from that one little choice. I'm sure a lot of you do that where you're like, oh, if I would have chose this, my life would have gone this direction, but I chose this and it, this is why I am where I am. So people don't really think about the tiny little choices. 
I think it's really important to know exactly where you're at first in order to know where you're going. Think about your life as a GPS. In order to know where you're going, you need to know where you're starting to find the most effective route, right? You have to put in your current location and then your final destination. Awareness of self isn't always easy, but it's where we have to start in order to choose the best course for our lives. So ask yourself, how are you showing up in your life? Everyone in every single situation are your teachers, especially those that annoy you the most. These are learning opportunities for our highest growth. And one question that really helped me on my journey that I tend to use a lot is, um, is that true? Louise Hay, I think me and Christine actually talked about this in the last episode. You can say, is this a fact or is this a story? Or you can say, or is that true? Facts are simply just what is. Stories are opinions, beliefs, and judgments. Stories are our own personal views of the world. Oh, that's right. Me and Christina did talk about this in the last episode where she was relating to Santa Claus. So definitely check out the last episode where she gives an incredible description of this. But let me give you a couple examples. So uh, let's see. Fact. My sister showed up at 9.30 p.m. That is a fact. She did show up at 9.30 p.m. A story I could tell myself is my sister showed up late because I'm not a priority. Do you see where I'm going with this? We create these stories and we torture ourselves. We just, you know, when somebody doesn't reply to us, we're like, oh, gosh, I hope she still likes me or I hope she didn't get in a car accident. And then it creates that feeling in your body. And then it causes an action to call a bunch of people and everything starts in our mind. But the main point I want to make on why it's so crucial to work on yourself and be mindful of your thoughts and what you're manifesting, because literally you're manifesting by what you're thinking, um, is because of the physical aspect. That is like my main point here. Everything in your physical reality is a manifestation of energy. And the Course of Miracles says that all disease comes from a state of unforgiveness and that whenever we are ill, we need to look into our hearts to see who it is that we need to forgive. Forgiveness means just giving up, letting go. You don't need to know how, you just need to be willing and the universe always takes care of the rest. So, um, but... I wanted to share an experience of mine with you that will maybe help you understand if you aren't necessarily a believer yet, or I don't even know if that's the right word, but maybe it'll help you understand. So what I mean by everything in the physical is a manifestation of energy. So a couple years back, it was in the starting of my spiritual journey, my hands started going numb. They were turning blue. They were swollen. They felt like needles and pins. I mean, I'd wake up in the middle of the night crying, go to the bathroom, run them underwater. It was so painful. And I spent an entire year going to doctors. I did deep tissue massage every single week. I did acupuncture, um, MRIs. I mean, I just wanted answers. I didn't know what was wrong with me. And that's when I really started learning about manifesting and energy and the law of attraction. And the biggest thing 
that resonated with me was where attention goes, energy flows. And what you're constantly thinking about and putting out there is coming back to you. So at that time, I was always telling myself I'm hurting, my hands are swollen and not saying that wasn't happening because it was, but telling myself that I was making it worse. So that's where I started by shifting the way I was talking to myself. And even though I was in pain, I was telling myself I'm healing, I'm getting better, you know, rewriting my story. And that's how I came up with Rewrite Your Story for Mystic four years ago. So that's where I started by rewriting my story. And then I was learning about how you have to get to the root of the issue and everything in the physical stems from something trauma. So at that time, I had to look at my life and be like, okay, where is this stemming from? I didn't have boundaries. I didn't know how to place boundaries. I didn't know how to say no to people. I overextended myself. I was constantly showing up for everyone and putting my needs last and the universe just came in. And now looking back, I totally had all the signs coming to me. I mean, they were coming to me left and right. Even my girlfriend, who was very spiritual at that time, had told me, she said, Tosh, I think you should go grab a big chunk of amethyst, get in a bath, because I feel like the universe is telling you to stop helping other people. And I laughed. Okay, yeah, good one. And then a year later, after I'm like, oh my God, Corey, you were so right. But it wasn't her job to tell me. I had to go through that experience to learn for myself. She knew. But anyway, so yeah, I spent an entire year going to doctors. Nobody could help me. And then I started figuring out the root of the problem. And I was like, okay, I'm going to start saying no. I'm going to start putting myself first. And so I really did that for a couple of weeks. And I shit you not, not even a month. I think it was only like three weeks. I cured myself. I haven't dealt with that issue since then. And I'm talking an entire year seeking, looking for help for somebody just tell me this is what's wrong with you. So I truly do believe that everything I've been through, all my experiences have taught me the most. I mean, I'm a knowledge junkie. I love researching and reading and learning. And I have learned a lot. However, the things that I've been through, my hardest times, the most challenging things are by far the things that have taught me the most. Um, what else did I have for you guys today? Let me see here. I put some notes because today's episode is just kind of, you know, a little random. Um, oh, yeah. So I highly encourage you to ask yourself if there's anyone in your life, which includes you, that you need to forgive and start examining your thoughts because whatever we believe becomes true for us. Uh, think about that. Stop torturing yourself with all those limiting beliefs like I just said a couple minutes ago. Make a decision to be willing to change if you really want to know how stubborn you are, just approach this idea. We prefer that others change, but in order for this to happen, we must change. So yeah, that's what I have for you today. I know it's super short. I wanted to leave you with some incredible recommendations that really helped me. How to Heal Your Life by Louise Hay, an incredible book. The documentary Heal on, I don't know if it's on Netflix still. I know it's on Amazon Prime. The Secret, that's a given. I've seen that one a million times. Uh, there's a documentary called The Call to Courage by Brene Brown on Netflix. Any of Gabby Bernstein, Mel Robbins, Joe Vitale, 
Jenna Kutcher, Rachel Hollis, Jay Shetty, any of their books. Um, incredible. They are some of my uh, idols for sure. I love listening to their podcasts, reading their books. Just as I'm reflecting and thinking about all the things that have helped me, I kind of wanted to leave you with that going into the new year. Um, my healing sessions, doing Reiki and tarot and mediumship, breath work, those have changed my life incredibly. Like I am so passionate about that. And we have the most incredible healers here at Mystic Movement, which also do Zoom. They do distant Reiki. Nothing has to be in person. Audibles. I'm an audible junkie. As soon as I finish one, I'm on to the next. I'm so excited to get that next credit because I just love learning and implementing new things into my life, you know, and I'm still human too. I still love music. So I kind of rotate like on my way to work, I'll listen to an audible on the way home. I'll listen to music, you know, I kind of switch it up and have a good balance between the two. Um, my Instagram feed, I literally do not follow anybody unless I'm learning from them, or unless it's somebody I truly love and admire. But my Instagram is like my therapy. I follow a lot of holistic practitioners, spiritual gurus. I use that as a learning tool. Taking courses, uh, webinars. I love enrolling in courses, like whether it's a six month or a one month, just constantly pushing myself to learn something new. I think that's the biggest thing too is when was the last time you pushed yourself to try something new or learn something new? Um, music playlist. I love a good music playlist, whether it's my high vibe music or my, you know, sleepy time beats or whatever it is, but having a playlist for kind of like each emotion too that can bring you back. A vision board. Oh my goodness. So I feel like I am a pro at vision boards. I make one every year and I've really got it down on how to work for me. I don't agree with people doing vision boards where you just flip through a magazine and find what excites you. No, 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 no. <laughs> I teach people sit down, write out exactly what you want to manifest. Go through all the areas in your life, create a template and write out those things. And then once you have those things, say it's buy a home, get a new car, get a new job, whatever it is, write them all down. And now that's like step one. Step two, now you need to get specific. What color car do you want? What kind of car? And then step three is now go find those pictures. So after I've done step one and two, then I go into step three on my computer and literally find it, print it out and put it on my vision board. Another thing on vision boards is I turn into an accountability vision board, like kind of like a, a worksheet. So for certain things, say I put read 10 new books in 2024, I'll type out read 10 new books, but then I'll create 10 blank spots and then I'll put that on my vision board. So I literally have to pencil in and fill them out as I read them. So I have not saying the whole vision board is like that, but for certain things like reading new books or try three new things and then I'll put three blank spots, right? A vision board isn't just, oh, create a vision board and stick it up. No, hold yourself accountable and figure out a way that you know it's going to work for you. What are some last minute things I want to leave you guys with? Um, <laughs> Stop 
paying attention to what others think of you. That, yeah, I want to say that because by caring, you're asking for their approval. Why? Be you, the true, raw, unfiltered, badass version of you that you know is there. You may lose friends. So what? You'll gain new ones. Think about that. I have lost friends, gained new ones probably multiple times since I started my spiritual journey, but I love it. I am so happy where I'm at and the people in my life. And it's just this feeling of being free, living in your power. Like you were never meant to fit in. You were meant to stand out. You get to choose what happens next in your story. A new version of yourself is available anytime, like right now. The things you're resisting doing are the things that are going to catapult your life into the next level. You can overcome any obstacle. What if I told you that thing that you're the most afraid of doing will bring you the most happiness? Would you go and do it? That's the biggest thing, too. Like, think about the things you're scared of or reflect on this last year and ask yourself those questions before going into this new year. What did you do? In what ways did you step out of your comfort zone? In what ways did you push yourself to try something new or do something that you normally would have never done? I think um, you should definitely crave more of that in your life. That's where you're really living. People can say, oh, my life is great and I'm living life and you know, because they're happy all the time. or But really, there's so much out there in the world. There's so many people. There's so many opportunities. There's just so many places to go. And and some people may not really crave that. And that's okay, too. Then this episode is not for you. But for all my dreamers, my go-getters, ah, oh, just I want that for you guys so much. I crave it. And that's why I love surrounding myself around People who just want to get the most out of life. When I leave Earth, I want to be able to feel and say that I did everything that I ever wanted to. I don't want to look back on my life and be like, man, I really wish I would have done more or said more. So now's the time. 2024, let's go. Let's speak up. Let's speak our truth. Let's do the shit that scares us the most. And yeah, let's just get after it. So I do have to cut this episode short. I'm so sorry. My best friend is in town and a couple of us are going to head out to Seattle to go check out the Astra Lumina um, light show. So I only got like 20 minutes to get ready. I love you guys so much and I will see you soon.